the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. B7Dev.com is the one-stop shop for all your app development needs. They can help you with design, development, and even marketing. Plus, they're offering an exclusive discount just for the App Masters community. Check them out at b7dev.com. Check ASO is an analytical ASO platform that provides you with up-to-date data on keywords, competitors, ratings, and reviews. It also grades your ASO level and gives you custom tips on how to improve it. This way, you can increase your app page visibility, organic traffic, and installs with every update. Try it now for free for seven days at checkaso.io. That once again is checkaso.io. What is up, App Nation? It is your boy, Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, and welcome to another Friday YouTube live stream where we have a guest on, we give you some valuable content, and also review your apps, helping you increase downloads, increase user retention, and more importantly, monetization. Today, I've got phenomenal guests. We're going to talk all about organic Facebook marketing. How do you utilize your Facebook page and then go into different Facebook groups to grow your app downloads and what kind of strategies work the best in increasing your followers and more importantly, obviously your downloads. So without further ado, he's been a past podcast guest of ours podcast is coming up. And also we got to take a look at his app last week where we gave him some feedback. So I'm super excited to have him on Trevor Lewis. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot, Steve. Great to be here. Trevor. Okay. So you got an app that is a called Troll Master Depth Calculate, Calculator, which you help fishermen. Now, I don't know too much about it. We got to, so you want to talk a little bit about the app and then talk, go into some of the Facebook strategies to work? And I'll yeah, pull up yeah, I can give you guys a quick overview of the app. Um, in a nutshell, what it does is it, it tells fishermen how deep their lures are. It's specifically for trolling, which is when you're going at slow speed in a boat and you're pulling lures behind the boat. And the app actually uses physics to predict how deep the uh, the lures are running and uh, it's it's pretty interesting it's kind of a niche app you know it's uh, it's something that didn't really exist before and I came up with the concept and you know spent a lot of time developing the the math to, to actually build the physics engine that that works the app and um, then I also spent a lot of time figuring out how to do the marketing and how to develop the app um, you know, I, I ultimately ended up developing it with Flutter, and I've been really happy with Flutter. That's worked really well. I've got a single code base, and, you know, I can use that single set of code to produce an iOS app and an Android app. That's and cool. it's worked really well. And I do a lot of, you know, I think, as you mentioned earlier, I do a lot of my marketing really organically through Facebook. Yeah, I want to get into that a little bit, but here's the app. Go check it out. And if you're a fisherman... Really well done. We've got the podcast episode that's going to be coming out in a month or so where Trevor really dives into deep of like how he built it, you know, some of the philosophies he used. I mean, some of the programs he used in the very beginning. So go check out that podcast episode. And once that comes out, I'll link it up into the YouTube description. But Trevor, let's talk about Facebook, really. When you were launching the app, were you already part of these Facebook groups? But what, what was your strategy moving 
Yeah, as a fisherman, I had already been a member of, uh, I'll say a few, you know, there's a few key Facebook groups that I would uh, watch and, you know, look for fishing reports and things like that. Um, you know, and so when I first came up with the first versions of the app, what I did is I would go right on these Facebook groups and pitch it. You know, I'd say, hey, guys, look, this is something I've been working on. This is kind of a pet project. What do you guys think? And as we all know, Facebook could be great and it could be brutal. And all of that is very important. You know, you got to have good criticism. And, you know, social media is excellent at criticism. <laughs> I'm sure we can all agree. Yeah, so definitely. it was really critical for me, you know, to put put the product out there early. And when I first did the app, it was really primitive. But all the discussions that I had on Facebook really helped um, evolve the app. And the the way the app looks right now is so much cleaner and so much uh, so much more effective and than the way it looked initially. Were you getting downloads just by asking for feedback? Like, hey, I'm Trevor. I made this app. Can you guys check it out and let me know what you think? Yeah, yeah. I got downloads. I got sales. Um, you know, I, I sold the app right away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, initially I had it for like 99 cents, I think. And right now it's a good bit more than that. As a niche app, I can kind of command a higher price. Um, but uh, but yeah, I got sales and downloads really right from the nobody, start. To nobody roasted you, Trevor, and said, you're posting about a paid app in a, you know, in a Facebook group. Well, initially I was posting it personally. Okay. And when you, when you, you know, as a fellow fisherman, I'm not just some random dude, you know, it's a, I, I would post it in groups that, you know, I had had some interaction with. And I think that's key. You know, if I, if I went into a group that I really had no personal association with and threw some stuff out there that I would have gotten roasted a lot more, but you know, if I post in a group, we're right here near the Chesapeake Bay. And if I post in a group that, you know, I've posted in before and there's a few of the folks on there that I know, then that that really sets the stage to get a lot more honest and, um, you know, just a lot better interaction, I think. I like it. And then when you switched over, I don't know how, actually, let me ask you this. How long before you switched over to a subscription-based app? Oh, it was probably about, I'm going to say about a year and a half, somewhere around there. Initially, I, I just did a paid app because that was the simplest one to set up, you know, and I, I'm, I was a complete novice app developer. Um, at this stage, you know, I, I've got more, uh, more tools in my uh, toolkit and I'm able to do in-app purchases and all that type of stuff. Um, but initially, I just wanted to get an app, put it out there and see if it would sell. And I worried about the rest later. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Bianca has a good question for you, Trevor. How long would you say it took from going primitive to now polished app? I'd say it took a good year, you know, from that, uh, the very first concept to developing what I would say is the framework for the current app. Yeah. And it's still, you know, it's still an evolution. There's still like, I got really good information from you guys, you know, in the app audit and, uh, I'm really thinking hard about how to best implement some of those strategies, you know, specifically with my onboarding process. And, and that really dovetails in with how, um, you know, how, how easy the users find the app um, right from the onset there. You know, what, what are some things I can do to show them value right away? And I think that's, that's such a key, that's such a key thing with any app, you know, you got to show users value as quickly as possible. 
Well, let's get into some of these Facebook strategies. So one of the big things I learned from you was actually posting. So you've kind of transitioned where you actually post it within these groups using your Facebook page, not yourself. Talk to me about how you first learn of that strategy and why it's more effective. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so initially I did all the posts right from my own, uh, like I said, my personal Facebook profile. Yeah. Um, once I, you know, I was really starting to make some money and I was selling the app, you know, you know, I was getting an, an, enough reach to sell the app enough to get my attention to make me really want to sell it more. Yeah. So what I did is I personally, you know, my personal profile, I joined a lot more Facebook groups and then I would not to use the word spam, but I was spamming, you know, as my <laughs> uh, nine-year-old daughter would say. And, uh, but it worked. I would, I would sell a lot of apps. You know, I was just increasing the reach every week. I was adding more fishing groups that I was a member of. And uh, ultimately the, what makes you stop doing that is that you get put into Facebook jail. <laughs> and uh, I learned that the hard way, you know, I got sent to Facebook jail or timeout, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, ultimately, and I do want to be a good citizen on Facebook or whatever other platform <laughs> I'm on. And ultimately, of course, I learned that the right way to do this is to develop a Facebook page for the app or for your product or service, whatever you got. And um, so that's what I did. I developed a Facebook page. And now the way I do things is that I'll, I'll create a post. I create some content, create a post, and then I will share that post to groups that my Facebook page is a member of. Mm. And that's really the Facebook sanctioned way to do this, you know, and it, it's highly effective. I mean, it, you know, really the effectiveness of your posts and the amount of reach you get is really uh, dependent on the type of content you're sharing. If you're sharing content that provokes positive discussions, that that's your, uh, you know, that's your holy grail. That That's what you're trying to get. Things that people reply to, things that people uh, comment on, um, you know, you, you um, want that good engagement. I like that, Trevor. And I know one of the things we talked about, definitely, I don't want to spoil the whole podcast episode, but one of the things you talked about was actually these photo contests. Yeah. Yeah, that's worked really well. Um what I'll do is I'll offer up a basically a free lifetime license for my app, which is currently a forty nine ninety nine value. And, um, you know, I, I basically throw it out there. I ask all the fishermen to post their favorite fishing pictures. And that's something that as fishermen, we all love. That's part of why we're out there is to to see those images and to capture them and, you know, capture that experience a little bit. And so fishermen love to share fish pictures and fishing pictures. And so what I'll do, all the, all these folks will post fishing pictures and I'll just simply go through and pick the ones I like and I'll actually trade them. So I'll give them a free lifetime license in exchange for me being able, being able to use their picture in an ad or something like that. So I actually grow my own content library. They get a free app, which doesn't cost me anything, but more importantly, I'm getting a lot of interaction um, from from the user base and from the Facebook community. And what that does, that that boosts your content in the uh, news feed. And that's really the whole name of the game on Facebook. You want to get as high up in that news feed as you can and mm -hmm. get your content seen by as many people as you can. And, um, you know, as an app developer, of course, doing the uh, being able to give away promo codes is a is a great way to do that because promo codes really don't cost us anything right. and especially as somebody who might have a new app um 
just getting more users to use your app and try it and give you more feedback. All of that is, uh, that's great stuff. That's all critical, you know? And it, even if you give it to somebody, if they love it, they're likely to share it with their friend and there's more organic marketing beyond Facebook, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. We have a client that he, <laughs> it's funny, like we've been working together for about six months now. And every time we talk to somebody new, he's like, let me give you access to the app. I'll give you a year free. He doesn't even care. I'll give you a month free. He, gives, he just gives it away constantly because yep. he knows, yep. you know, he believes in the app and he knows once you use the app, you're more likely to go tell somebody else. And especially when you have a crew of fishermen, like they're, it's just a close knit crew that just, once you can make one person happy, you make others happy too. And they're competitive too. Like the, that would drive you nuts. If, you know, if you know, somebody's got an in, they've got a trick that they're using and that's, that's getting them more fish. Like, I mean, you look at, you don't even want to know how much money we spend on boats and tackle and fuel. And like, it, it's ridiculous. So. Yeah. Hey, Trevor, you gave me some great advice on the podcast about how I could utilize photo contests, but I want to put you on the spot here. And if you need some time, I'll say hi to a few people, but Bianca's in the comments and she's always here. She's got a co-parenting app. That's a messenger app. If she wanted to utilize some type of contest, photo contest, you said photo contests are great. What kind of ideas do you have for her? And if you need time, I can give you some time. Uh, I mean, just right off the top of my head, yeah. I would say, you know, it's a, kids or as a parent of course you've got a cute kid running around so sure. cute kid contests i mean that especially moms right because i gotta assume that you know uh, anything like that i think it's probably moms that are going to be your primary target because they're just they're a little more chatty right and they want to mm -hmm. have that network where dads you know at least i think in my experience dads generally want they want to watch the baseball game or they want to go fishing or whatever that is they're less likely to do uh you know, those social engagements and things like that. Um, yeah. But I would, you know, if you want a photo contest idea for that app, I would suggest doing like a cute kid photo contest or something. And, and it sounds like she could probably do the same thing I'm doing where maybe she could trade them. Right. So she mm -hmm. gives them an app and then they give her the picture and she could use that for some of her content. Yeah. I like it. All right. Let's say some hi to a few people on that note. Rafi, what's happening? Tell me where you're from. I love seeing that. Bishwat, always good to see you. Rassi, I love how there's familiar names every week in, uh, week, in, week out now. Leonard's Education, hey, thanks for doing this. Thanks for being here. Celtic Whispers is here. Romaine is here. Bianca, as we just said, this is my son. Sheesh. He always likes to say something funny. <laughs> got on my case because we were late last week. Kalyani, what's happening? And then we got Armel, how you doing? Rassi says, any programming experience before creating the app? All right, tell them the story, Trevor. Come on. All right, tell me all right. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I do have some programming experience, mainly uh, with Windows. I didn't have any mobile development experience. Um, so the, uh, uh, the quick version of this story here, though, is that the very first version of the Trollmaster app was creating created using uh, MIT's App Inventor software, which is a web-based uh, app development system that, you know, it's really, it's for kids <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, it's drag and drop programming. So it's, it's not even uh, typing code or anything like that, but I was just looking for the quickest, cheapest way to develop a concept and get it out there and see if there was interest. And it was pretty crazy that, you know, I, I put it together and, it, you know, everything worked out. I, I, 
it proved the concept. It proved that people were interested in the concept, even as crude as the app was in the early days. Um, you know, and uh, so once I validated that there was some demand for the app, then what I did is I, uh, you know, I, I did a lot of research. I looked at different ways to do uh, native app development. And ultimately, the, you know, Flutter really held a lot of appeal to me. And, you know, just being able to have that single code base. And uh, really, it was pretty easy to set up and it's free to set up. You download and download Android Studio and install Flutter on it. There's a lot of uh, support out there. You can just Google it. And, um, you know, it really wasn't too hard to get going with Flutter. And, um, you know, as a new language, Dart's the actual language, but, you know, it's object oriented. I did have some object oriented experience going into this so that, you know, without having done some level of object oriented programming for the last 20 years, it would have been tougher. But, um, you know, I came into it with enough under my belt to be able to dive right in and uh, make a go of it. All right, I've got some more questions for you too. Bianca says, love it. I'm doing a cute kid contest right now. Perfect way to get posted on Co-Parenting Facebook page. That's awesome, Bianca. And cool. then Leonard says, this is a great question. What if your target market is moms, but hey, I'm a dad, what, what do I do? That's no problem. I mean, I, you know, I market all the time to guys who troll for salmon and I, there's no salmon in the Chesapeake Bay, you know, <laughs> um, you just got to understand your market and how to get the message across to them and what you got to understand what appeals to them. Um, you know, so you got to you got to know what triggers your audience in a good way and in a bad way. And um, so I, I don't think you have to be a mom to market the moms by any stretch. All right, Adrian asks from Celtic Whispers, Trevor, are you using Facebook ads as well as Facebook groups? Have you the Facebook pixel on the app as well? You know, I, I've dabbled in Facebook ads to varying degrees. Um, I, I did talk to one consultant who gave me a little bit of good advice on them. Um, and that, that, that helped a little bit. But overall, you know, my app, even though it, it's a profitable app, uh, the amount of money it would cost me to get installs from Facebook ads is not really profitable for me. Um, you know, Facebook ads, you typically are looking at about a $10 CPM cost, so $10 per thousand impressions. And, um, you know, and then depending on your app, the uh, actual cost to get a download, you know, is, uh, can vary, of course. But um, I, I did use Facebook ads. I've used those to grow my Facebook page. You know, I, I'm up getting close to around 10,000 likes and followers now on the uh, Facebook page. And that's been successful. And I feel like I do get good exposure there. And the other way that works is that now I can retarget those users. Every time I post content, those folks are on the short list, right, of folks who are going to see my content. And they've expressed interest in my product by liking the Facebook page. So um, I have done some of that, but really from a paid campaign standpoint, the things that are working best for me right now are the Apple search ads. Yeah. And I've got a Google campaign that's running that, that does pretty well. I get, I get, uh, pro, you know, basically the amount I pay per download, uh, there's still margin in there for me to make profit on it. So yeah. uh, right now I'm, I'm escalating both of those. I, I'm, you know, it, 
that's a beautiful thing if you can get something that's scalable like that and all you have to do is pump more money in and then you get more money out that's the dream right <laughs> yeah um and i think what you'll find the more you dabble at least what i've found is that there are practical limits to those things you know you're not going to get a million downloads a day you know at any type of uh economically sustainable rate um so but so yeah right now I, I really depend more on apple search ads organic marketing and the google google campaign that i'm running kalyani says recently did apple search ads for my app i got to know that the daily limit does not work one could be charged way above kalyani you might want to talk to apple about that i mean they they can go a little bit over but usually it doesn't go over a whole lot more than what you set as a daily budget so i don't know if you've experienced anything like that trevor no, I haven't run into issues with that. Uh, it's, it's behaved well for me. Hey, one thing I want, did want to talk to you about was, you know, you've done, you've done phenomenally well with your Facebook page. You've got close to 10,000 followers on there. Any tips on how to grow that following? You know, I, early on I did uh, contests where I would request that people like the page and then comment or leave a picture when I was running like photo contests, things like that. That worked well. I would always get likes by doing that. Um, nowadays, I, I I try to really try to condense my contests, you know, and make it as easy to enter as possible. And, I, you know, at this stage with, you know, about 10,000 followers, I'm not as hungry to build that uh, the size of that group right now. It, it's yeah. gotten up to a size where it works. Um, and I've also read that, you know, with Facebook, once you get your group grown larger even. And I, I don't know for sure. This is all hearsay a little bit, but I've heard that, you know, as you, if you get beyond a certain point, then Facebook will actually throttle your reach a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I've heard that too. Facebook's a little bit of a mystery. Like th there's no real rule book for it in terms of what you can do, what you can't do. Uh, there's general guidelines and you'll know if you cross the line, if you get put in Facebook jail. <laughs> <laughs> that dreaded Facebook jail again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What's up, Julio? Julio's here. I want to say Malik. I think that's how you say. Hello, Steve. Greetings from Turkey. Oh, man. I've met some, got a client in Turkey too. It's really cool. Got to talk to some people. All right. Well, Trevor, you ready to battle it out with some dad jokes? Yeah, man. Yeah, I got okay. a few on cue here. Before we go into our next app audit, we'll. Trevor and I will battle. So you just put S for Steve and T for Trevor. You, Trevor, you want me to go first or? Yeah, man, you, you, you go, go first. first. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to leave with my best one. All right. I'm not going to save it. I'm going to lead it with the all best right. one. Here it is. Why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? Why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? I don't know, man. I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. Because it got stuck in a crack. Oh, man. <laughs> I All like right. that one. Yeah. All right. I got a few here. Let me know if you've heard these before. I, don't, I know you're, you're, you've got a lot of depth of knowledge in this area. So. All right. Uh, what kind of car does an egg drive? What kind of car does an egg drive? No idea. A yokes wagon. A yokes wagon. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right, let's yeah. get into our first app audit that we're going to go into. Neelay, who's actually been in our 2020 success stories 
YouTube live stream that we did. He wants to know about ASO. And so he, he kind of, Neelay, surprising to see you. Maybe you submitted this app way before we're able to get to it. And if you guys want us to take a look at your app, you know, we've seen some really great results, guys. So make sure you check it out. Go to appmasters.com slash audit. Really, like, we had, oh, man, blinking on names here. But we had people come back on who have 5X, 12X, you know, 92X there revenues and that's more important to me than anything else is how do you help them with revenue growth and so definitely check out at masters.com slash audit all right neelay free music player radio music player with cutter video player recorder and equalizer all right so pretty decent here i like how his app name so things i'll just point out for the audience as we give him feedback his app <laughs> his developer name is free music player so he's really double downing on this free music player. Let's see how well he ranks our free music player, shall we? Mm, not ranking that well. I don't see the app. Interesting. Okay, I don't see the app. The things that Neely was talking about too when he came on was, you know, using these H2 tags he does, I think he uses it, unless this is a different app that I thought, this is his name, right? Like Neela, yeah. So unless it's a different app, but he was using free, he was using H2 tags, it does work. The thing that I would say is, you know, we've talked about this in the past, but there are these keyword install campaigns that does really work, especially on Google Play. I just ran a test last week and it's working pretty well. And Neela, you, I just noticed this, you're misspelling music player down here. So make sure you change that. But I think overall, and you let me know if you've seen some correlation, Trevor, but what I've noticed, especially on Google Play, is the more paid downloads you drive, the more organic downloads you tend to get too. Yep, yeah, I've definitely noticed that. I, I, I'd say uh, with my latest campaigns here, I've really picked up on that. I'm getting a lot more uh, traffic on my website. And yeah, it's been a great side effect or side benefit to advertising with them. Yeah. So if you can, Neelay, you know, to improve your ASO, what I would do is really focus on the reviews. Try to get as much more as you can. Let's see. The more downloads you're able to get, like Trevor just mentioned too, there's some there is some positive correlation between running Google ads and having more organic downloads. For some reason on Google, they tend to go hand in hand. And so definitely focus on those. But from just a pure audit perspective, you're doing everything right in terms of just having music player by itself radio player right here and then probably having music player a lot in the actual yeah so all this is all music player you're doing a lot there and then if you want to go black hat gray hat strategies think about running some keyword install campaigns because they do work from that end anything else you want to add on here trevor um yeah i'd say you know i did take a look at this i thought the interface looked really nice right, you want to get um, into the app let's do it yeah yeah and I'll, I'll point out a couple other things I noticed as well once you uh, – I'll let you get loaded up here. And um, I noticed – I guess one thing I noticed – uh-oh. Why do we need – oh, shoot. So yeah. you guys can't – you just missed it, but it needed access to my – what is going on? Well, that's all right. I got a few things I can uh, Go for drop it. while you're mentioning that, Steve. Um, you know, the one thing I noticed when music is playing on the app um, – you know, I was really looking for something in the app itself to be able to control the playback of that music. 
And I noticed that the uh, you actually have to go up to the notification tray to see what's currently playing. So, I, you know, my comments are really split in terms of app design or monetization. And so from an, a design standpoint, that's one thing I saw. Um, you know, I saw there's some of the functionality is listed as under maintenance. And mm. my personal opinion is if something's under maintenance or it's not working as you want it to, I would rather you take it out of there. Is That's kind of my gut feel on that. Rather than show a user something and then they get a little bit of disappointment if they click on it and it doesn't do what they want, you know? Right. So it was asking for access to my media files, which as an audio player, I'm not fully expecting why you need that. I don't know why you need to record audio. If I'm playing, it's a music player, right? I'm doing, so I don't know why you need this, but I'm gonna allow it for now. And then, um, you know, some of the other questions I had about this one, Steve, were, you know, it, it's got some cool like radio streaming options, which I like. I thought that, you know, that really appealed to me. And I was I was kind of pleasantly surprised that they were in there because when I first looked at the, uh, the app store page and I downloaded the app, I didn't expect to find them in there. Mm. Um, that might want to be some functionality. They may want to advertise more effectively. I'm a little bit uh, confused. Plays your music. So it looks like it plays music that's in my library. I thought it was just going to be playing music like on Spotify. So coming here and I'm seeing completely blank. Now, granted, this is my extra phone Android. And I have no music on here. But at the same time, yes. this is not what I was expecting. And so again, that onboarding experience, Nile, when before asking me for all this stuff, like regurgitate, hey, this is a music player that plays the music on your device which I don't know if you're having that problem, but that's what I was confused about. And then also like, think about, this is a design thing. Think about the full state, the empty state and the ideal state. And the empty state right now for you sucks because I would rather you just show me this like radio streaming versus showing me a bank blank page. So yeah. don't hide it in the settings. Now I don't even know how to get back into the other stuff. But don't hide it in the settings right here. If if you know that I have no music, be like, hey, listen to our radio streaming. So these are things that you can improve. I know with Google, you know, one of my past podcast guests, he said this, and they are doing phenomenally well on Google, but they're having problem with their organic downloads and they're like fixing the product. So with Google, because Google is so sophisticated and has all this data a part of your ASO is going to be your retention, your monetization. These are all factors that go into it. And what Ryan Yada said was when he started really fixing the product, he started noticing that his organics started really improving as well. So obviously he's doing ASO, but at the same time, as he's improving the product, he's also imp improving his organic downloads. And I think you have a real problem with the, the product right here. Yeah, I, I agree, Steve. Like those, that really parallels some of the things I saw with the product as well. Um, yeah. You know, just being clear, what's the main function of the app, and then really sell that main functionality. You know, and I hope I'm being clear on this too. And I've tried to make a shift in the in the way we talk about all this stuff. Content on YouTube is 
look, downloads are important, but you know, the product product is super important. Too many times we think Neil has 50,000 downloads, so he's doing pretty decently. But at the same time, like if you're not improving your product, like getting more downloads is not gonna fix any problem whatsoever. It's just gonna create more yep. problems. So take a look at that. All right. <laughs> Linear's education asks, Trevor, what happens after Facebook jail? It just goes on your record. What happens? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. Um, <laughs> Facebook doesn't tell you anything about that. I mean, if you go to jail, you basically can't post anything. You can't share to groups. Um, you know, they they just limit what you can do as a you know under that profile that's in jail. And then you know, if it's a minor infraction or if you know if it's a learning experience, then um, you know, eventually they'll, uh, they'll let you back into the playground and, uh, you know, and you just have, but at some point, if you're a, a repeat offender, we'll say, and if your offenses are serious enough, then they, they could delete your, uh, your profile, you know, your account. So, and I think Donald Trump right now, I, I understand he's in Facebook jail. So there, there's a prime <laughs> example for you. Uh, that's a good one. Joe, yeah. what's happening, Joe? Great stream so far. I've gone kayaking in Chesapeake. Uh, you say it. I don't even know how to say it properly. Chesapeake. In the Chesapeake. Chesapeake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of fun. And then our dad joke, we're tied. Alex said Trevor, and then Ram gave it to me. That's it. Come on. Nobody else liked it. Give, me, give us some more votes. <laughs> All right, let's get into our next app audit. But before we do, Trevor, round two. We're tied All so right. far. All right. You want me to start again? Yeah, man, go for it. All right. Trevor, why are, why are ducks so crazy? Why are ducks so crazy? They're all quackers? Because they're addicted to quack. Oh, I, I knew quackers was a key part of that. I knew it had to be in. <laughs> All right. I got one for you. All right. Why didn't the skeleton climb the mountain? Why didn't the skeleton climb the mountain? No idea. It didn't have the guts. <laughs> Did not have the guts. I like it. All right. You'd, you'd me. How's it going? Welcome to the live stream. All right. We got another music app. We've got Armel. Hey, Armel, you're in the comments. Great. I'd love to keep get your feedback on how clear the proposition is. Okay. I'd like to get your feedback on the user experience from the App Store page to the listen into the first short cast feed. All right. Let's do it. So I did actually look at this app. Shortcast. So looks like you're coming up with something different, Armel. What I'm curious to know is just straight off the bat, Shortcast, is that something that you're creating? Or is it all organic content or is it something else? So let me know from that. And we're getting way more votes. All right. Before we do, look at all these votes. Thank you guys. Finally, Trevor, you're winning. <laughs> Trevor, how dare you guys? Trevor, 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 Trevor. <laughs> and Julio, my, my lone. My lone vote. All right. Well, I'll let off with the best one. See, if you guys were all voting in the first round, maybe I would have gotten a point. All right. So, Armel, <laughs> let me know if shortcasts is a thing that you made up. Because, Trevor, I don't know what shortcasts are. Do you know what shortcasts you know, are? I looked into this. I did look into it a little bit. So, it sounds like shortcasts are really just uh, concise podcasts, right? Like, so, like a five-minute podcast. And um, I, I looked into I really liked the app. I thought it was cool. Um 
you know, there's a couple interface things that I can dive into, you know, mm -hmm. right up, right up front when you're, when you load the app, it forces you to choose three items or three, three casts that you want to subscribe to. And I thought that it would be better if the user was completely free to just choose however many or how few they wanted to. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the one thing that I thought from a design standpoint that would be a really big benefit for this app is if they implemented a text search into the app right now. Okay. The, oh, hold on. All the Trevor, podcasts we'll are... The app, but I'm, let's take a look yeah, at the... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm just going to look up short casts. Okay. Yeah, and it's, so I think it's a Blinkist thing. Okay, Shortcast. Oh, Blinkist. Meet Shortcast, pioneering new audio format. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yep. I, I just want to know if he made it up because if it's something that's well-known, then great. I think what I'm concerned about is looks good. I just want to understand, you know, I think you can explain Shortcast, but maybe I'm not the target audience. Maybe people who are already searching, searching for Shortcast is a way to go too. So what I'll, I'll quickly give you some ASO advice Armel, and it's that you, you know, if you want to go after shortcast, if it becomes a big thing, go use that in your subtitle. Quick listens to stay informed. Unless quick listens has search volume, there's no reason why you should have that in your subtitle. I get it's good for branding, but at the same time, the branding should be here. So I like this. I want to know if it's original content or not, personally, or if it's just you editing out your, it's like your favorite podcast in 15 minutes. That might be an easier way of explaining shortcast. So you can just say your favorite podcast in 15 minutes. Boom. Doo -doo -doo -doo. And then you can go into all these other things too. Cool. What else did you want to know? Okay. Got it. All right. Now let's get into the app. Sorry. Let me pull it up real quick. Forgot to pull it up. My phone. Hey, let me do this, Trevor. There. Yeah, man. Here we go. Yeah, and I've got a, I've got a. It's interesting. You really came up with a, a similar list as I did here as well. I think, Steve. He you know, just questions about what a short cast is and things like, oh, he made it up, he says. Yeah. <laughs> Bishwat said, smash the like button, everyone. Yeah, thank you, Bishwat. I linked this, used it after somebody else. They do summary of podcasts. Okay, so I, I think if I'm understanding you right, Armel, Blinkist tends to do their own audio stuff, right? Like they do their own summary. So if you're doing that, that, that would be interesting. No internet connection. Great. I do have internet connection. All right, go ahead, Trevor. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Now, you know, right now this app really categorizes the shortcasts into predefined categories. And, you know, for someone like my, myself who maybe I'm looking for fishing podcasts or a fishing shortcast or whatever, right? Like a niche thing. It's yep. really hard to find a niche item from a uh, kind of a canned set of uh, categories. Um so I thought adding a text search functionality would really, you know, that would really improve the uh, the app a lot, the way it functions. And you really, you want to let users find that podcast that they want to see right up front. And then, you know, because there's probably something in particular they're looking for 
initially. And then I think in the long run, they want to be able to uh, discover other podcasts or short casts. Um, you know, so I think th those are the two ways I would think that a user would approach this app. All right. I'm trying to log in now. Okay. Now it's logging in. Welcome to, oh, good. This is great, Armel. We are excited to have you here. Before you can hear your shortcast feed for the first time, you'll need to set up. Oh, let's go. Oh, I like this. So and this is where I was saying the, the app forces you to select three, which I wasn't real crazy about being forced to select three. I, me, I'm a little bit impatient. I wanted to select one and I wanted to see what the app did, you know? And then if I like it, I'll pick more. Okay, so. now it's playing. That's interesting. I like it. So again, Armel, what I think you should do is I'll, I don't mind the first three. Oh, I don't like this at all. Armel, I don't like this at all. I think you're being a little bit short-sighted here. The I don't mind the three because, you know, like it forces me to pick something. Maybe that he needs some intel. What I would do is show this upgrade page sooner, right afterwards, and subscribe to Tremble and remove. I think there needs to be more of an appeal than just ads, in my opinion, but like something else, like maybe limit me to just three feeds and uh, the subscription gets me to unlimited feeds. But that might be an option here too. I personally would probably test just $20 or $15. I hate seeing some funky price. Just throws me off. I'm just like, mm, I don't get it. Like, whatever. Does not compute me to, <laughs> I don't know why, but that's just me. So don't, that's just my opinion. I have no data to support this to be like, yes, we've seen it improve. But I think here, this is where you kind of want to optimize, right? Like, I think that it's a great idea. It seems like people are enjoying this idea, but you need to optimize this particular page, kind of talk about the benefits, look back at past YouTube live streams, but the benefits have some social proof, like people using it, have all those logos that you had in your screenshots, or I don't have it up right now, but those were great logos, you know, access all these things because you're leveraging somebody else's brand that we already know. So you're leveraging social proof. When you don't already have social proof, you leverage social proof. And that's what you're doing really well in the screenshots. And so that's what I would start optimizing. Show this page after I select the three and, you know, want to get access to all the feeds, more than three feeds, well, subscribe to Treble, remove ads, blah, 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 social proof, sign up for monthly, yearly. And then I would put trials on this because we've seen trials convert better than no trials. So it doesn't look like you have any trials on this. So definitely do a trial if you can. All right. Sorry, Trevor. Uh, that's all right. I, I've got one more comment on this one, or maybe it's a question really. Um, so we all know there's podcast apps and it looked to me like, this app was really just presenting a subset of podcasts. So I think ultimately this, uh, this app will be competing against traditional podcast apps that might also offer these short casts as well. And the, uh, the, the disadvantage that this app would have is that their, their library is not as big if they're just presenting mm. these short casts. And um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was a question I had. To me, that's what it looked like. It looked like it only had a uh, you know a smaller subset. But you know, all the popular ones are okay. I just I'm I'm still confused on I mean, because I haven't listened to it. I'll subscribe to TechCrunch. Oh, and See, he does have a text. Yeah, he does have a text search in there. Okay, I you know I missed he that. It didn't it jump out way up me. here. Yeah. 
So maybe that's the feedback, right? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it, it just didn't so like hit the, me in the face, I guess. I guess it's, so if I, under, do you, if I understand shortcast and Armel, feel free to jump in on this, but like, if I understand shortcast, these publishers have shortcasts and he's just pulling them in. So he's not creating any shortcasts then. And Armel says, Trevor, you're right. It is a subset. So let us know about that, Armel. But I think pretty much is well done. And why I say the the you need to put the pricing page sooner is because I like that you have it on this main page. But at the same time, you know, we did a YouTube live stream. I think Nick was his name, but he was like seeing that 63% of his in-app purchases and his revenue were coming through that welcome flow versus this. So I'm gonna okay he's not creating okay cool so yep. yeah you're right trevor like it looks like he has to pull it if he doesn't have it then he can do it so i don't know if there's a huge benefit for me subscribing but i think i i think i would still probably would subscribe because you've got a great user interface and i would just limit it and that's the advice i gave somebody else yesterday but test that out armel limit it to three feeds and then if you want that fourth feed well you're just gonna have to pay for that and i think yeah might I, well I think just that sounds good as well uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great approach to me also. Hey, there you are. Let's see if this works. <laughs> Anytime there's chat, I'm just like All right. messing around. I just start the stopwatch here. <laughs> oh, it's intercom. It looks like a, this looks like an intercom thing. Right. <laughs> so he's got that. Everything else looks really good. Armel, do me a favor, brother. Oh, here he's got. Uh, let me know how it goes, and then you know if you do see some improvements with doing some of these things, feel free to reach out to me and let me know. And we'd love to have you on and talk about some of the success and wins. But overall, really well done app. I, I really like it. Uh, all right, Armel says on the web we have a way for anybody to start their own shortcast. Oh, cool. All right. Good stuff. Well done. Well done, my friend. All right, let's pull everything back up. And let's see if there's any questions here. Let's see. Adrian says, love this idea. I listen to two to one to two hours of podcasts and audible books a day. Yeah, Adrian, I do too. You know, Trevor, I'm so bad that I'll actually be listening to a podcast, whatever, some audio, not music. Let's just say that while I'm brushing my teeth, flossing, brushing my teeth. Oh. I'll always have something on. It's pretty bad. You're a machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. All right. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's see. We got more Bishwat. Good app. All right. People liking it. Can you tap on play pay shortcast radio? Okay. Let's do that. I think he's just play. Let's try motivation. That's what I click. It works. Okay. This is Armel tacking back to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. I don't, I don't know what this means. It does it. Sorry, Armel. Maybe it's just because the audio is not coming through. Let's see if it comes out. Let's see, I don't, I, there's audio feedback. So I guess it's plain. But I, I apologize. It just the audio doesn't translate on this particular way of me doing it. Subscriptions. 
I just think the ads, if I saw banner ads, I'm more likely to do it. I hate those interstitial ads. So even if this is such a clean design, Armel, that if you put banner ads somewhere, then I think it's more, it's cooler. Like you can even, while I love this, good morning, Steve, here's what's on your feed today. You can even put, throw a banner ad here, make it close to upgrade or throw a banner ad down here. You know, that you have plenty of room, such a clean design, you might not want to mess it up, but I feel like the user experience really fails when I am hit with these interstitial ads all the time, but definitely add that pricing page onto the welcome screen. I think that should help your revenues, but really good stuff. All right, Trevor, anything that you want to talk about on the Facebook side that we, we didn't cover? Um, I think we hit all the major points. I mean, you know, just that the main theme with Facebook is uh, getting impressions and putting out good content. And, you know, you know, it sounds cliched a little bit, but trying to build a community, you know, and, uh, you know, just just putting out good content and putting it in front of the right people in the right way will get you a lot, especially if you're an indie developer and you want to limit how much you're spending on advertising, things like that. It, it's a great resource, um, you know, and then from I think that's where you can start. And then. Once you validate your overall concept, you're that you know you can see just with free advertising and organic advertising if if your app really has a a, a business model that can go further. And then if it does, then you can expand into more uh, paid campaigns and experiment with those things. Once you get cash coming in, you yeah, know? I love the approach you took. You know, paid app took about a year, subscription app. Now you're doing really well. You shared your revenue numbers with me, and then now it's like, all right putting more into paid marketing and other channels and so forth. So yeah. it would take a long time. Like, yeah, I think too many times we think like, what's going to happen quickly, like a year, no. a year and a half. <laughs> and then it's like, all right. So yeah. I know wanted me to do this real quick, but here's the, the player options. So I didn't know that Armel, I don't even know how to get back to it. So if I hit the flow floaty, it hits me with this. I think for yeah. a short cast, I kind of like it seeing like this. It's kind of cool. You know what I mean? I kind of like that. Uh, but. All right. Actually, so can I hit you with one last suggestion on this sure. one? Like, you know, I, I know I mentioned that uh, this is just showing a subset of podcasts, and I thought having the shortcast functionality might be a good addition for a, a, a podcast app that has a, a larger library, you know? So I, it's, it, it's a little mm. bit of a different way to look at how to, uh, you know, how to market this shortcast functionality. But, um, that that's the one thing that was in the back of my head there. Yeah. I like it. Because yeah. I, I worry you're gonna be competing again. I can't two X this. You know, I don't want to listen on one X. Where's that where's that setting? Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's get into the last one. Bishwat is here too. All right, last dad joke round. This is the winner, all right? The tiebreaker. Can I tie this? Or will will I owe Trevor a beer? Okay. Trevor, last one. I will start off again, although I think yep. it's a disadvantage, but whatever. All right. Trevor, I'm having a hard time. I'm trying to organize, excuse me. I'm trying to organize a hide and seek tournament, but good players are really hard to find. <laughs> All right. What you got, Trevor? All right. How does a penguin build its house? How does a penguin build its house? No idea. It glues it together. It, <laughs> I like it. 
<laughs> All right. It is treble middle player on her. Okay. I, I cool. think I'll do the mic drop now. Let the votes come in. Come on, as many votes. I know how many people are here, so put as many votes as you possibly can. Trevor, T or S, and loser buys a beer. We'll get into right. Bishwat is always here, so I'm super excited to do his app. All right, Bishwat, here it is. Dark Space Legends Space Shooter is a space shooter game. <laughs> Such a good short title. Improving user sessions. All right, that's good. I'm glad he said that. Bishwat, you got Bishwajit. Bishwajit. I'm always screwing up this name. I like how he's like, don't give me more downloads. I just want to improve user sessions. So let's take a look at 1,000 plus. Okay, not bad. Bishwajit, you're in India. Hope you're well, my friend. I know things are going crazy in India. All right, let's take a look at the app then, shall we? I think from ASO perspectives, space shooter, if that's the main thing you want to go after, put it to the left-hand side. It's the main thing I'll tell you. But I like the icon. It's a little dark. Don't know if that's the way you want to do. I like these icons a little bit better than yours if I'm analyzing some of this stuff. But overall, really good. And you want my our feedback on the user session, so let's get into this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say I uh, I referred this app to my in-house expert. I've got a 12-year-old son, cool. and um, so once you load it up here, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about his feedback. But we both loved it. I'll just say that we thought it was a really cool game. Ooh, like this so far. The music's pretty cool. Whoa. Okay. I think you should just make this a play button again. Yep. So we struggled there as well. Like my son hunted around a little bit and then he clicked yeah. on the planet. And the, yeah, that's the confusing part. I didn't know where yeah. to click. Because the eye, it's all the way at the bottom. And I always think it's settings at the very bottom. It's never anything that I have that's actionable. So whether it's tapping on this planet with a big play button or putting moving this ship in with the big play button, you can still make it look like a kind of a ship, maybe in the background, but make it a play button, Bishwajit. So let's get that. I'm glad you said that too, Trevor. All right. Yep. Okay. I don't know what to do here. Let's go. This is confusing. Tell me what to do. What am I doing wrong? Uh, I think you got to go back right now. How do I play? Oh, for crying out loud, Bishwa. Yeah, there you go. Come on, don't make yeah. me think. There you go. <laughs> Jeez. Just watch it. Come on. Oh, I just hit play. You're making me hit play again. Come on, brother. Too many plays. Yep. So there's a really cool functionality here, Steve. Um, if you yep. lift your finger off of the screen, it goes into like matrix mode. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, that was really cool. Like we love that. The volume's good. The, the graphics are good. Yep. I don't know if I was supposed to touch those things or not actually. Sort of like pausing it. Those orange things. Ah! <laughs> I want to die. Hold on. I'm trying to die because I want to see what happens if I die. There. Yep. 
I think what I would do is make this bigger, this watch a video, because that's where you're going to get ads. You get a hundred coins, make that more visible that, Hey, want to watch a video and get a hundred of these little coin things, make that front and center versus just the, the emphasis on these buttons there, the weight is all the same, make this even bigger. All right. So that's what I would do too, so that I can watch this ad, which I'm assuming is an ad. Yeah, we, my son and I agreed that was a great way for players to, uh, to you know, get more credit for the game and get more thorium coins. I think they call them. Um, you know, we thought that would be used pretty widely. Yeah, here, just if I hit replay, just go into the game. I don't need the screen. Shwaji, I don't yep. need the screen. You're making me hit play so many times for no reason. You said tap on a planet. Collect orange icons, tap on a planet. There you go. Boom, sucker. We should start an esports league, huh, Trevor? That's right, man. <laughs> All right. Overall, I think pretty we're late good. to that game. <laughs> I think you got some UI things that you need to take care of. This stuff, make this a big play button up here. Don't, it's hard. I had no idea what to do here. Trevor froze too. We have no idea. Collect planets. I get it. And this here, we can we can have different spaceships. Apparently, we don't have enough coins for that. Cool. Your I can't watch a video. So look at your ab rates. But then again, you're hiding this video part. Oh, it finally worked. You're hiding this a little bit too much versus just having it front and center. Make it front and center, man. Like on with these type of games. Whoops. <laughs> with these type of games, you're going to need people to buy these, run these ads to make some money too, right? Like ads are a way to make money and then people need to pay for it. So I think you can be more front and center with the, these ads and collecting it. All right, Trevor, anything else that I might've missed? I think I'm good. It, it looks like uh, I owe you a beer, my friend. The uh, did I win? people came in. This is why, all right. Oh, Alex finally got one from Alex. Julio, Linear, Bianca, Bianca. Why? <laughs> Armel. The, Happy Pet is the here. Penguin hey. one was the clincher. <laughs> yeah. Should have let off with the, I should have saved my best one for later on. Oh, this is interesting. Look at this guy. These guys are running it on their, the beta version, early access. Gotta tell you guys, see, these big players, they actually soft launch for a very long time so look this is this game's still in like beta early access mode and they're running ads to drive more users because they want to see what the retention what the monetization is going to look like and so yeah let's take a look oh it's already installing holy shiz that was gonna take me to the app store like apple does oh well <laughs> we'll take a look at yours genesis okay we'll <laughs> add okay fish watch is watch it let me know how that goes and again guys if you've got some Success stories, please reach out to me and let me know because you know we'd love to have you back on and complete this circle just like Trevor's on today. All right, Trevor, if the app is called, let me pull it up real quick, guys. It's on Google Play and the App Store, but I'll pull up both right now. It is called Trollmaster. You can search for Trollmaster, I'm assuming, Trevor, and you'll find that, but it's Trollmaster Depth Calculator, or you go to the website. All that is linked up into the show notes. Go check it out if you're a fisherman. Trevor, if the audience wants to follow up with you and connect with you in any other way, do you want to send them anywhere else? Uh, 
my website's good. Uh, if you have any questions for me personally, you can uh, reach me through the website. There's a you know contact form right on there. Um, then, uh, yeah, I hope everybody's doing well and good luck with all your ventures. Yeah, I love it. And smash that like button on Trollmaster as well. Hit that like button like that. And then reach out to Trevor down here. All right, guys. Next week, we're going to have somebody from AppFollow to talk all about how do you manage those app store reviews? Are they important? What's more important, the ratings or the reviews? So we're going to cover that live next week as long also with telling more dad jokes and me probably losing and taking a look at your app. So have a great weekend. Trevor, I'm completely vaxxed. I got one more week to be considered completely vaxxed, but I'm super excited to get out there and see you guys in person pretty soon. Guys, have a great weekend. Trevor, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. No, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. See you guys. We'll Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.